guys. Welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry Strickoff, Registered Dietitian. And I'm Sophie Bertrand, Registered Nutritionist, and we are the authors of the Forking Wellness book and obviously the Forking Wellness Podcast. Each week we sit down and we discuss all things health and wellness from debunking diet myths to nutrition information, lifestyle factors, etc. Stick with us while we try and work out what the Fork Wellness really is. I don't even know what we do. This week's episode of the Working Wellness Podcast is sponsored by Alivado, an amazing company that makes extra virgin avocado oil. We absolutely love avocado oil and we know it's a good source of healthy fats, which are essential to our diet because they support overall health, including our heart health. And there is some research to support that it can help reduce cholesterol and help reduce um, the risk of prostate cancer. Yeah, which is super interesting. Currently, my favorite way to use the extra virgin avocado oil from Olivado is in a stir fry with some tofu. It makes it really nice and crispy. Yeah, and I love drizzling it over sweet potato fries, putting it in the oven, seasoning it up, making it nice and crispy. Sounds delish. All right, cool. Let's get into this episode. Welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. This week we have some very exciting guests. Barry, do you want to introduce? Yes, we are talking all about body positivity, body image, everything, you know, in that realm. And we have the lovely three ladies from today with Rose. So there's five people on the Zoom. It's going to be a bit hectic. Hopefully we won't talk over each other too much. Normally it's just me talking over Sophie, um, but <laughs> this one will be a bit different. So Welcome to Fee, Steph, and Augusta. We're so excited to have you guys. Excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Hey. Hi, everyone. You guys want to start by introducing yourself and telling us like a little bit about you and what Today with Rosé is. Who wants to kick it off? I'm, I'm Fee. Um, I'm a registered dietitian. And um, yeah, together with Steph and Gussie, we have a blog called Today with Rosé. So I think the whole idea behind it was that we wanted to open up the floor for conversations that you have with your girlfriend's after you've had a couple of rosés. So we kind of cover a bit of everything. Obviously our um, main passion is body positivity and just, you know, learning to love the body that you're in. And with that, we, yeah, cover things like nutrition and um, yeah, a lot of sort of psychology and that kind of stuff as well. So yeah, <laughs> have I covered it well, girls? <laughs> perfect, yeah, perfectly. <laughs> so yeah, I'll just go then. I'm Augusta. Um, and I am an associate nutritionist, uh, but not actually practicing so much anymore. Um, and yeah, same, same. We just started today with Rosé. Basically, we were kind of um, sick of those conversations that didn't seem to, you know, you have those conversations that are removed from inhibitions after you've had a few glasses of wine and you seem to really get down to the stuff that people don't want to talk about. Um, and a lot of that, it's all, all to do with women and, and as Faye said, body image and confidence and just, you know, we're sick of people, our friends and, and people, women we know being like, I'm fat, I'm this, I'm that. So it's a lot of those kind of um, laying it all out on the table sort of conversations. Yeah. Love that. And then lastly, I'm Steph. So I'm, in, I'm based in Australia, so I'm an accredited practicing dietitian. Um, but I was a registered dietitian in the UK and I think the girls have sort of covered off everything that we do quite nicely. I love that. And I kind of, I love that it's like after a few wines, you say the things that we're all thinking, but you know, no one else is putting it out there. And I think it's quite similar to working wellness in the sense that Soph and I have kind of set out to 
kind of just be super honest and say, even mm -hmm. though we're health um, practitioners, um, we struggle at sometimes too, or we don't get everything right. And that's okay. Like there's no such thing as like perfection in the sense of wellness. Yeah. yeah. So the expectations that come with being a nutrition professional. <laughs> oh, totally. It's always the dilemma on if you tell someone if you're a dietitian or not, when you meet them. That's yeah. The, and they're like, oh, so obviously you're going to have a salad. So familiar. So can you guys um, start by telling us like why you guys love to talk about, you know, body positivity and body image, why that's so important. Have you guys had your own kind of like journeys with body image or have you always kind of had this like super positive outlook on, you know, the, your reflection in the mirror? Mm. I think, I think every single woman, if you said you've never dealt with some kind of body confidence issue in your life, you're probably lying, which is why we need to give you a few, few wines to get you to be a bit more honest. <laughs> um, but you know, it's, I think it's inherent in women to kind of have some issues there. I think, um, I personally was raised by my mum, who's, you know, never worn makeup and super, you know, always kind of um trying to big you up and be like you're amazing you're this you're that so I think I, I've always grown up around um that sort of positive talk that positive self-talk um and it's always been really encouraged and I think I went to an all-girls school I think for myself I just really noticed you know the eating disorders the um the constant negative self-talk um, and how it was just so normalized in conversations with your friends, like, oh, my legs are fat or my arms are flabby or my, oh, I don't look good or you're so pretty and I'm not. And just all of that conversation just so externally faced. And I think I personally have over, especially maybe I'm now 30. So especially maybe in the last, um, I would say six, six ish years from about 24 to 30, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, it is just so bloody boring. It's just, it's got to stop. And, and we all perpetuate it by being like, no, 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 you're not, you're not. And, to, you know, and really we should turn around and be like, babe, none of that matters. Like you're yeah, going to die. So you think I'm, yeah. You think I'm going to go to your funeral and be like, oh, you know, she had a great set of legs and we're really going to miss them. <laughs> we're really going to miss her legs. So that's me personally. That's so interesting what you said though about being like we just feed into it and like no you're not you're not this and you are that and it's yeah. like you're right like yeah. why are we placing so why are we giving that topic so much time yeah I actually yeah. started now saying shut up it's boring let's talk about <laughs> something else I'm bored I'm bored <laughs> honestly we did, um, have that didn't we for a while there we had a challenge amongst us girls to yes. not ever <laughs> compliment each other on the way that you look and oh, it I sounds this. really simple but it is so challenging. And when someone walks in in the morning, it is so natural for us to say, oh my God, love your jacket. Or, oh my God, you, you know, so your, your hair looks so nice today. Like, what did you do to it? And I just mm -hmm. think it's, it's where like innately we've been grown up to put and place so much value on what we look like externally. Mm -hmm. And I think even for us to think of alternative compliments that we could say to someone that aren't looks related was really challenging. And I think that's so... Yeah sad that that's so challenging but like you know yeah. we we got stuck with things like oh my god like you look really happy today you know and it just yeah. we need to be having such a bigger library of things that we can focus on that aren't externally related and I think it's actually yeah. a really challenging thing to do and even as 
as you grow up as like girls, little girls, you know, the number of times adults will say, oh my God, you look so pretty today. Like it just, you know, solidifies that sort of value on your external experience, appearance, sorry, from when you're, you're young. So I think that's a hard narrative to change. I also sometimes usually am the one who like challenges <laughs> be on Gussie on this a little bit more in that, for example, like I, I really, I don't personally have an issue with someone on their wedding day saying you looked beautiful. Like people right. better say that about me on my wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I think sometimes it's taken to the extreme a little bit in that, like at what point do you draw the line? It's really hard. Mm. Yeah. Like it can be a compliment. You look nice. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone wants to be told that. (laughs) I think you can't ignore aesthetics completely. Like we're not, we're not going to sit here and be like, let's all just shave our heads. And I mean, fine, if that's on you and you want to do that, (laughs) no one's going to sit here and judge you, but like, we're not going to pretend that you have it to have one. You have to not have the other. Like you can be body confident and body positive, but still care about aesthetics. We're humans. Like, you know we're visual creatures it's only natural it's evolution like it's normal to look at someone else and think oh they're attractive you know and that's not a problem but it's the it's more I think what we're talking about probably more than anything is weight it's weight centric with Mm. women yeah it's it's so much more focused on on their body and Mm -hmm. less so on on uh, whereas a, a man you're not kind of looking at a man and being like well he's a bit chubbier than than he is and you know, so I think that's that's probably what we're more talking about than than just aesthetics in general. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was gonna say before, like I think it's okay to compliment someone on their looks as long as that's the, not the only thing that you focus on. So yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. okay to say to someone, "Oh, you look really pretty," but like, what other words do you have like in your rhetoric or your vernacular that's gonna compliment other things mm-hmm. about them? Like, I'm really proud of you for doing X, Y, Z. That was great. It showed how courageous you are, how strong you are. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's opening that conversation just to beyond weight and beyond look. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, which I I think think is hard. I think at the same time though, it's that, um, you know, people often will comment on people's weight loss as well. Like, oh my God, you've lost so much weight. You look amazing. And not maybe considering how that can impact someone else, but if you've known their journey and you know, they're being healthier and you kind of say, Oh, you look Mm. really fresh or, you know, rather than it just being so much about, Oh, your body is smaller. That could be a disease. That could be stress. That could be, you know, and we're all being, we all place this emphasis being like, yeah, you've lost weight. You look amazing. That's so great. Well done you. And then what does that perpetuate in that person? You know, if you're, too, it um, almost gives like a backhanded compliment because you're saying like you lost weight. Like I noticed that you were bigger before, and yeah, um, you know, similar to any appearance-based compliments, it's like mm. yeah, kind of almost like <laughs> makes you like think, you oh, put makeup on. Wow, you yeah. look so good today. <laughs> yeah. Every other day, it's like, do I not? Yeah, Mark Mark says that to me all the time. Like anytime I actually get dressed and like put on makeup or do my hair, he's like, "Oh my god, you look so pretty!" And I'm like, "So you didn't think I was pretty when I was wearing pajamas with my hair in a bun and like I haven't brushed my teeth yet and it's noon?" Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely a back end a compliment. But so how do we like how do we change that narrative? Like how do we get away from that kind of like weight centric conversation? Yeah. I think we stop it in our friendship groups. I, I mean, I went to dinner on Friday night and there was, I, there's a, it's a restaurant in Notting Hill called Casa Cruz and they have mirrors. I 
kid you not, I've never seen that many angles of my whole entire being in my life. So you walk in and you're like peeing, but then you're like, I can see my butthole from behind me and I can see my, like every single part of your body on show just because of the way it was. And so I walked out of there, I was like, oh, I was like, that's great. I didn't know I looked like that. I was like, yeah, great. All happy about it. I get upstairs and I'm like, we're all individually go down one at a time. Each time one of my friends came out of that bathroom, they came back up and had something horrible to say about themselves. So I need to sort my hair out or my, I can't believe my legs are that big or da, da, da. And it just made me be like, this has to stop. Like, just stop. Just don't vo vocalize it. If that's how you yeah. feel, just keep it in you because you're making it real. Like don't vocalize it because I'm not going to engage with it. And so actually, I think as, as women with other women, we have to say, look, I'm not going to engage with that. That's how you feel. That's not how anyone else sees you, but just don't let it out because then you're making it real. Don't yeah. make it real. This is something I talk about with my clients as well, because, you know, 90% of them come when they first come to me, they're looking in the mirror and those automatic thoughts are negative yeah. ones. It's very rare that, you know, a girl looks in the mirror and she's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Like, look at my legs, look at my stomach. Like all of yeah. that is just working. Like mm. you look and you're like, oh, my tummy looks a bit bloated today or my hair could look better. And I'm mm. like, at the very least, don't be so negative. Like you don't have to look in the mirror and be like, oh my God, you look amazing. But like, let's yeah. just start with, don't be so damn negative. Or just yeah. don't say it. Mm -hmm. Although I think like, um, yeah, sometimes it can like, even if we're not saying it, it can be internalized and that's equally yeah. as damaging. And I think, yeah. um, I recently have had a few friends who have, which, I mean, I think there's, you know, at a point where you need some professional help to help you work through sure. those body image yeah. issues. And they have done CBT counseling with a registered psychologist and said it has been life changing for them in terms of helping them get through body image issues and sort of body distortions and that kind of thing. And they kind of take you through a lot of those distorted thoughts and help you unpack those. So I think um, often there's a lot of stigma about talking to a psychologist, you know, if, about probably particularly like body image things and, and mm -hmm. mental health struggles. But um, it's, I think breaking down that stigma of accessing professional help can be really helpful as well. So mm -hmm. um, kind of normalizing it a bit more and, providing the avenues where you can do that. I think often when you look for a therapist, it's like, where do I even start with that? Like, mm -hmm. how, how do I even do that? But yeah, yeah I guess it, can, it, it can literally kind of dictate your day, can't it? How you talk to yourself. Hmm. Yeah. But at what point does it, because it's so normalized in all of our conversations, at what point do you think this is not normal because mm -hmm. it's just so normalized? This isn't normal. I need help. I don't know. Yeah. I'd love to talk. Well, Oh, sorry. I was sorry, there no, you go. Worthwhile saying, like, if you're focusing so much on not being negative, like you're still focusing on the negatives. So sometimes even just adding like a positive comment to yourself each day mm -hmm. is a good yeah, start. Definitely. And I was going to say, maybe we should like discuss, because Barry and I touched on this a little bit in the book, body positivity versus body neutrality. Because I think when yeah. you do have such poor body image, it's really difficult to then say you know oh yeah I love my body when they're really not in that place mm. yeah so yeah, just definitely. almost being like super neutral just being like this is my body it does xyz for me I don't have to be like obsessed with you right now and that's something I could work towards but I could just look in the mirror and feel content and just be like yep yeah, that's what I look like and yeah. I think it's yeah it's a journey though isn't it as well you're never 
to sit here and say like, you know, everyone's going to be on a bit of a spectrum. Like one person might be amazing. They like the top end of body positive and that's just, they genuinely, genuinely love everything about their body and what they see and what they feel. And then you, you've got the negative there. And then the neutrality is kind of probably where we should all strive to be because ultimately you're so. going to go up and down your whole life mm -hmm. and to, to yeah. strive for that positivity and think that that is, you're going to be positive just the whole time is, I don't know how, I don't know how realistic that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I like to think that I have quite like a positive slash neutral relationship with my body for sure. But sometimes I do mm -hmm. look in the mirror and I'm like, fuck, that sucks. Like, period. I think that like, yeah, like <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to have those, you know, not, you're not going to be perfect. Like, it's inevitable that like you're going to look in the mirror and sometimes you're you're not going to feel as confident as you did the other day but it's having the tools to get you out of that spot and the mm -hmm. tools to you know reaffirm that there's nothing actually wrong with that that i think is so mm -hmm. helpful and i think maybe that's something that people don't all have access to is just those like little toolkit to pull you out of those negative moments I think that's also important to acknowledge as well, just the, the privilege that a lot of us have in our bodies already, you know, being um, for, for a lot of uh, just even us on the call, we're white, we're slim, you know, we're not disabled. Um, I think it's important to kind of acknowledge that as well in that some people's body positivity journey is going to be so vastly different. So to kind of have the pinnacle of like you just have to be perfectly body positive the entire time is probably a bit unrealistic so but I, I again I really do believe that it's just not letting those little comments in your girlfriend groups I think that's probably one of the most damaging things and just saying mm. stop just stop 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 you're boring <laughs> yeah just stop you're boring me I mean that's what I say to my friends but they know me but maybe that doesn't work with your friends but just saying stop like you know let's talk about something else like don't give it airtime. yeah yeah I would love to get your guys take on the body positivity movement and those kind of involved with it you know a lot of them are in larger bodies where do you kind of stand on you know mm. all of us I think are probably in smaller bodies mm -hmm. I personally find it really difficult knowing you know exactly what the right way is to approach it because I, like you said you know I recognize I'm privileged mm. um you know I'm white I'm in a smaller body how might that come across to someone who is in a larger body and they're struggling and they they see me talking about it and they're like well she doesn't understand yeah well this is a touchy one isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean we'll tread carefully but I just wanted to open up the, the conversation yeah. because it is something yeah. I personally but it's a love to it's a conversation we need to have because if everyone's yeah. so afraid to approach it that it'll never get discussed and exactly. I think in these difficult conversations like we're all going to make mistakes in the things that we say and that's absolutely okay yeah, it's just yeah. acknowledging like you're, you're not going to always come off 100% perfect and mistakes are part of the journey so I think yeah. we just have to we have to open that conversation or else no one's going to experience growth yeah i suppose we have to also just consider values and health like health and what people value is always going to be different and so do you value physical health over mental socioeconomic everything else right versus you know the the, the top end of health is going to be that you're physically healthy you're not stressed you're mentally healthy you're socially healthy you're economically healthy and so for us to be 
kind of to say, you know, we could look at the science, all of us could look at the science and say, look, at a certain body type, you're going to be at risk of, of damaging your physical health. But do we just ignore all the other elements of their health and say, well, just because your physical health isn't there, then, you know, that, that you, you've got it wrong and actually my way is right. And so I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I waver up and down with, with the movement and the larger bodies and the, because part of me is, you know, I look at the science and I think, well, actually, you know, you, you could do more for your health, but we all could do more for our health. So my body might be smaller, but mentally I'm a mess. So yeah, but also you can I be in a smaller body and be super unhealthy. Like, and be I'm physically unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, be physically like, unhealthy. Definitely. Exactly. Like yeah. Mark is the so, perfect example of this. I don't know if he's listening. Sorry if you are. So, um, so but he is, he's skinny fat. Well, he's not anymore. Yeah. He's, he's actually like really, really, really drastically improved his health. But like maybe like three years ago, he was like extremely skinny fat where you look at him and he had like visible abs and looked great. But on the inside, I'm sure he was mm. rotting away because, you know, mm. you can't live your life on pot noodles and cold cocktail sausages. But, you know, he yeah. was, but on the physical side, he looked great. So I think it, you can't always infer that just because someone's like physical appearance translates exactly. to their health. So people in larger bodies, you know, that could just be your body and that's your set point and that's Mm -hmm. okay, but you're still engaging in physical activity, you're prioritizing nutrition, you're taking care of your mind and your stress. And then the same thing on the smaller side, if you are extremely small, you might actually be engaging in super unhelpful, you know, activities to maintain that smaller body where people would look at you and say, oh my God, they look so healthy. But in reality, you're skipping meals and restricting. Exactly. So then yeah, you're allowed to be body positive, but a, a larger person isn't. I don't, I don't know. Exactly. I mm. And I, I think we sort of need to like move away from using weight as our only measure of health, which I'm sure like exactly. we're all familiar with as health professionals. But I think that's just so, um, if that just boxes you like probably quite often unrealistically into one category that might not necessarily be accurate. So using things like, you know, yeah, blood tests, like are all your markers within healthy range, um, you know, waist circumference, physical activity measures, like how fit are you? And then, yeah, mental well-being and like, you know, stress hormones, all that kind of stuff can all massively impact on our health overall. And I think you can absolutely still be healthy in a larger body. And yeah, exactly. you can be very unhealthy in a smaller body. So I think, yeah, it's definitely, um, it's, a, it's a tricky one to balance, I think. <laughs> like where, yeah, but where what about like, um, pre- not preaching, but like encouraging everyone to be super body positive while still seamlessly looking super privileged? Is that, yeah. I how do we navigate that? 100% Jamila, <laughs> me and Faye just watched a YouTube on that, didn't we? Where Jamila Jamil um, interviews Lizzo. If anyone hasn't yes, seen it. I watched it. it. You need to watch it. Yeah, it is unreal. So basically Jamila is saying how, um, you know, there's there's almost this battle in the movement between the larger bodies saying to the more privileged, as you would call it, bodies Mm -hmm. that you you can't be body positive or you can't take part in this movement because you're not experiencing the same things that I am so it's almost like she was saying like they're you know biting they're they're kind of causing all they're not helping the cause by battling between each other like my body's larger and yours is smaller so you can't understand and or you can't you can't talk about body positivity I Mm. yeah it's quite interesting isn't it but it is harder I think 
like you're never going to understand someone else's situation um but what can you do to support them i think they're probably yeah. two separate things and it's just acknowledging that you like I, I, don't, I don't know what the next person that i see down the street is going to be like in their body regardless of what shape or size they are but um what can we actively do to help improve people's body image i guess or like body positivity yeah yeah mm. just show support i guess then without kind of saying oh this is me and this is how I feel we can actually just you know strip that back you know don't bring yourself into it but just support the movement yeah yeah I think everyone should support the movement I think but then I I also have this weird thing where it's like we're supporting the movement and we're encouraging bodies but then should we not be showing our bodies like it's not actually about your physical body so a lot of these like big instagram accounts with you know (laughs) body positive movements their whole focus is still on your body and should that be like the opposite like should we be not focusing on the body and focusing on everything else and this is just the vehicle that you live in so where do you navigate where like you want to show that you're body positive and like you know show every ounce of your body and all your imperfections and I think that's great but what happens when you focus on it too much and then it just becomes solely about the body Mm. I think it's going the other way though I think I think the reason why it's the way it is right now is because it's still really new isn't it and all I mean as a 30 year old all I've ever seen growing up is 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 like really unrealistic standards of what is you know, seen in the media for, for female bodies. And it's only now that you're really seeing bodies that, you know, haven't been given media time, you mm-hmm. know, because of Instagram and everything else. So for me, and I think for a lot of women, I think, yes, it is still kind of objectifying the body and placing a lot of emphasis on the body, but it's also at the same time, a bit of a, I don't, I don't know if I can swear, but I'm going to a bit of a fuck yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's a bit of a fuck you to the rest of the world who's sort of like, this is not, this is not what we should be seeing and this is not what we should consume. And so I get how in order to kind of make it a bit more normalized and make it a bit more seen that, that it maybe that that's the way it needs to be for now. And eventually we'll be so used to seeing such a variation of bodies that, you know, it no longer has to be all about the body. Yeah. And it, yeah. Know. Yeah, so so like in the short term, it's like it is about showing all the different body types, but in the long term, Mm. it's hopefully that all of those are so normalized. There's actually no need for us to put bodies on display anymore. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, yeah, I think it's a bit of a, I think it is a bit of a fuck you to to society and what women and just the way women in general have been objectified. And I think there's this really interesting argument at the moment, um, even just on like TikTok and Instagram and stuff about, you know, women being really empowered and sexualized with their body and kind of pole dancing in, in next to nothing and um, doing these kind of really sexualized TikTok trends in all these different bodies. And um, there's occasionally there's this kind of, they'll, and it, a lot of the conversation is coming from women to women and other women judging these other women and saying, you know, that's not empowered. And actually I think part of what needs to happen is that women as well, especially need to stop judging other women. And actually we need to just accept everyone else's choices and empower each other. And, you know, we're stronger together. Women are so, we could take over. 
<laughs> over the whole world. Okay. We are so much stronger together when we're supporting each other and not judging each other and, you know, nitpicking at different people's choices. And, you know, you're in a large body and you're showing it all off or you're sexualizing yourself. Just forget it. That's your body. You do what you want kind of thing. So I don't know. I think um, actually Florence, I'm not, but I'm not um, communicating it as well as she is, but for, you, know, you guys know Florence Given? She's just... pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, but I'm super open to finding out. <laughs> what, what Send through all the resources. I'll put it, we'll put it, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, yeah. If anyone wants to, um, wants she's to follow up on that. Okay. So she's just released a book and it's called women don't owe you pretty. And, um, oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, is this the so, one where it's like, don't shave your legs? Kind of. Well, not a set, not a set. It, it talks a lot about the patriarchy, which I yeah. think a lot of this stems from, really. Um, but it, it's, it is really interesting in the way that she talks about how, you know, one of the easiest things and one of the quickest fixes we can do is, is as women and this issue of us being so objectified and objectified and everything else is to actually support each other and stop judging each other um yeah it's it definitely i'm not i'm about a third of the way through but i can tell you it is worth a read it's i i read it and was like oh maybe i should grow out my underarm hair (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think we'll definitely link that um it's an interesting topic of conversation Mm -hmm. and i'm so happy that now more people are actually having it as opposed to before it was you know super taboo um i think one of the other things i wanted to mention Um, and get your opinion on is fashion trends and like how not all fashion trends suit everyone's body type and how that can kind of like perpetuate, you know, body image issues if we all try to squeeze into the same outfit, but all of our bodies look super different. Um, And I almost feel like fast fashion kind of dictates this body image and like what's cool and what's not cool. Um, Like I remember over the knee boots were really cool and I can't wear them because they come up to my vagina. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm actually so short. So then like I went through this thing where I was like, I felt really bad about like how short my legs are. And like, I was just like, oh, I'm never going to be able to wear that trend. And I see everyone else wearing it and they look so cool. So like, do you think that, you know, fashion is a big player when it comes to body image? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think the fashion industry in particular, I mean, like Gussie and I on boots also don't wear black boots because our feet are so small. So they look really yeah. tiny. <laughs> oh, I have but, the opposite problem. Yeah. Yeah, I buy a size bigger because I'm like, that. Just it just we are so tiny, tiny feet compared to how tall we are. <laughs> yeah, like I'm very tall with very small feet. But um, yeah. yeah, I think 100%, I think the fashion industry has a big role to play in terms of how we, how it trickles down and then how everyone feels within their own bodies. Um, I mean, hopefully that narrative is changing. I think they're um, becoming a bit more receptive to the fact that we have so many different body types. And I think there's a lot more really cool brands that are popping up where they cater for different body sizes and um, yeah, different styles that can be adapted to suit different body types. So I hope that that is something that is is changing. But um, yeah, I think for sure, traditionally fashion industry has set the standards of what beauty is. So I think, Mm. um, I don't think it's solely their fault that we have this massive issue of body image, but I think they are a major player. And I think social media, unfortunately, is also just an absolute sort of poison when it comes to setting setting the tone for what things should be. Don't get me started on social media. (laughs) I think, um, I mean, to be honest, I don't know how much 
I could be very wrong here. Fashion brands are really leading trends now. And then I feel like it's a lot more social media driven. Um, mm. And it's, you know, the, the influencers who are, who are pushing different trends. And then that gets back into what's sponsored and paid and whatnot. Yeah. Like, and that's when it's all muddy. And yeah, like when TikTok, TikTok, TikTok kicked off, like everyone, I feel like it was just like sponsored by Brandy Melville and everyone was kind of wearing these like high-waisted jeans and these crop tops and everyone looks super cute. But like, I'm pretty sure Brandy Melville still works on like a one size fits most, mm-hmm. or at least they used to. I'm not sure yeah. if they still do, they but still like do. they still do. Yeah. So like, how does that make yeah. people in larger bodies feel where they want to participate in those trends? but they can't because it's not available for them. Um, so not, and you know, some people in larger bodies, you know, wear those kind of outfits and they feel great and that's awesome. But what happens when it's not available to everyone? And that's kind of, you know. Yeah. That's pretty scary, isn't it? One yeah. size fits all. Like, it's not even fits all. It's fits it's just, Yeah, it's just one size. Like, um, they love still, it like that should be still. for like hats only, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's quite concerning, actually, thinking about that. You've just reminded me. There's a shop. I can't remember the name of it, but I'll find it so you can link it so we can all boycott it. But basically, there's a shop on King's Road in London, and it's like a teeny bopper shop. Like, you wouldn't see anyone over the age. That's Brandy Melville. They have one on King's Road. No, 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 no. It's another name. There's another name. There's another one. And it's like they do. It's maybe it's not Brandy Melville. I don't know. I think any one size fits all. It's so bad. It's it's super teeny bopper. And then all these poor girls are thinking they all have to fit into this this particular style Mm. and this fashion because if you literally don't fit the size, you can't shop there. So it's Mm. so it's kind of perpetuating that kind of exclusivity and like if you're not in this body, then you can't even be a part of this brand or this, you know. So I don't know. I think as well at the same time, it's like, who, who are we to, who, who is dictating what suits someone? So mm-hmm. like, so, you know, you say, oh yeah, you know, you can't wear those, those boots or you can't wear crop tops. So that's not really for your body type, or that's not flat. The word flattering to me is despicable. Like get rid of it, <laughs> get rid of it. Like, what does that even mean? You know, it's, it's that it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Who's dictating that? Like, who dictate what is flattering on me? Like, only I can make that decision. And if something is offensive or uncomfortable to you, then look away. Like, that's not, that's not, <laughs> you know, th- that's not my problem. And I'm not going to let other people kind of dictate that to me. If I want to wear something, I'm going to wear it, you know? Yeah. So I think, again, it's like taking back that ownership of your own body and, really just being like this is my body this is my right this you know no one else is going to tell me how to feel about my body and I think just waking up every day and reminding yourself of that is so important like today you know all that matters is how I feel about myself yeah genuinely I I always do question as well like who why is smaller better like why have why is this so like drilled into us all like who came up with that (laughs) Yeah, men, I think it's like usually. different. Um, men, <laughs> but yeah. it has yeah. it has changed so much throughout history. Where like you look back into like the yeah. 30 and 40s, and that more like voluptuous oh, yeah, it was, was bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and it's going to continue to change. Yeah. So why do we constantly strive for these ridiculous yeah. trends? Why are we like, giving so much of our time to 
you know, superficial things. Yeah. Nobody is, nobody, no face, no freckle, no mole, no eyes. Nothing is ever going to be the same on any, unless you're an identical twin and then they're fine. But like, you're never (laughs) going to be the same as anyone else. So why do we always strive to be like anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's, that's a great point to end off on. Um, Yeah. So stop trying to fit into the mold that society has set out upon us and just be your best self Mm. and embrace every little nook and cranny of your body. And just at the end of the day, just prioritize your own healthy health and happiness and stop caring about others. Yeah. You don't, you know, you don't have to love yourself through and through all the time, every day. Like, (laughs) or just don't try not to let the way other people think dictate, like dictate how you feel. Yeah. You yeah. know, I think it's just take back a bit more ownership. I think that's so important. Definitely. Um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. It's been such a good conversation. I feel like I need to listen back and like re-internalize yeah, everything. I think it's going to be a great one for people to listen to. Where can people find you if they want to hear more about Today with Rosé? Yeah, so we're, we're on Instagram today with Rosé. So um, I think it's got not, not that weird thing on top of the E. So it's like yeah. a lot of people think we're today with Rose, which is like some weird flower name. I don't know. That would be really strange. But it's actually today with Rosé. But if you just search today with Rose, you'll find us on Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I thank love you that. so much, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe. And share with your friends and family or anyone that you think this episode might be helpful to. It really does help us get seen in the charts. Please go follow us on Instagram at Forking Wellness and pre-order our book either on amazon.co.uk or barnesandnobles.com.